Perceptive readers, have you ever listened to a tape or a story or saw uh, this type of dialogue go on where you have a person who is actually um, uh, enthralled or excited uh, to be around another individual? And the individual already has you know, their plans for the day, what they're going to do and things of that nature. You see, I'm talking more of a country setting, I guess you could say. Um, <clears throat> but since the uh, other individual, uh, the person who just excited to be around this uh, maybe older person or what have you, <clears throat> may say, uh, can I come? Can I come? Or what have you? <clears throat> And even though the older individual is perfectly fine, and see, that's key, perfectly fine with doing his routine or whatever he was going to do that day, you see, he may say, <coughs> hey, okay, you can tag along if you want to with a smile. Now, <coughs> the person that's tagging along you know, uh, may uh, do this or that, you know, at times, you know, let me use the example of Bob Ross, okay? You know, he was the uh, <coughs> uh, very serene painter of landscapes, uh, that his works of art <coughs> are, are still, they are worth a lot. There is still even uh, what I would call a warehouse museum, see, of his art, you know, they, they, they still got it. There's a small crew that manages that um, because, you know, from his shows, he wrote a lot of paintings. I'm not sure if they sell them or not. I, I just can't remember or whether they just make, you know, copy prints, but keep the original because uh, the last time I checked on all this was about maybe a year or two ago. Um, but all the same, you look up Bob Ross and you can find out about that crew, <clears throat> that small, genuine, <clears throat> uh, just uh, smiling crew uh, that still manages all his artwork from the shows that he used to, uh, you know, paint on. But the reason why I want to use some example, because when you say the man was more than efficient at being an artist, that he knew what he wants. See, it doesn't mean that anybody is claiming to be the best artist in the world. Because, you know, you got a bunch of artistic, phenomenal, I would call Michelangelo, Rembrandt, Mona Lisa type of, <laughs> type of artists out there. And I would still say Bob Ross in his focus and concentration on landscapes and nature and things of that nature. And even, yes, uh, buildings, architecture at times that he would draw into like farms and things of that nature, that he is still in that same level, just in a different focus, you see, in a different focus. And so with that being said, uh, imagine uh, him going for a walk and somebody just wanting to tag along with the man, and he let them. Now, all of a sudden, you know, he starts setting up his uh, easel and canvas here and 
and his ore paintings there. And, you know, he starts painting this design or that design. Now, let me ask you this, perceptive readers. Do you think it would even be appropriate in that type of setting for the person who's tagging along to start all of a sudden picking up uh, the um, brushes and dipping it in the oil paint or watercolors or what have you and just start saying, I think uh, a tree would be good would be good right here. Most likely you come to the conclusion the same way that I would come to the conclusion that, you know, it's one thing to even uh, put in a suggestion or something of that nature. You see what I'm saying? And then it's another thing to even start trying to uh, overstep further by placing items or trees in the landscape that was not even asked for. No opinion was even asked for. So Bob Ross, you see, with his type of personality, you see, he could handle something like that still quite well. I remember sometimes during some of his shows, he would actually uh, uh, paint something like a mountain or what have you. And he would state many times, he said, I'm going to put this little bench right here, or I'm going to make a cloud over here, and I'm going to do a color like this. But you, you may want to do another color or something like that, and that's just fine. Remember the way he used to talk like that? And see, that's the way he he would handle such matters. But see, this is something that I want to inform the person who would be in that tag-along uh, uh, you know, type of situation or, or privilege, never allow presumptuousness cause you to lose out on a gift of just having that person's presence. Never allow presumptuousness cause you to lose out on a gift of just being in that person's presence. You can learn so much just by sometimes just sitting and observing. And if you have a question, have a question. Uh, but it would not ever be even like a reason why I use Bob Ross, because people will recognize the humility and everything that he was doing, that it would not mean because somebody like Bob Ross just wouldn't take somebody else's suggestions when he's in his creative mode that it means that all of a sudden he's some type of prideful or haughty person. No. You know, creativity, and I'm going to state this, but I'm not going to elaborate on it. It can be a very highly spiritual experience. And one just between you and God. And I'm telling you, when you have moments like that, you know, uh, depending on how your personality is, some persons will be in that mode. Don't mess me up right now. I'm on the verge, you see, of another understanding or breakthrough. Another way of using an example of this, have you ever 
dealt with a problem, a a complex problem for some of you who are real, real good at math. And you may be trying to add up or count some numbers or what have you. And you may even be counting under your breath or multiplying under your breath, doing division under your breath. And then somebody walks up to you when you're already five or six steps ahead. You you see where well, you got to go another three steps or, or, or some more counts or multiplications. And then somebody just as a joke starts saying one, eight, 27. If it, eight. What would you think of somebody doing that when you know what you're doing at that time again is something that's needing to be done? It may be even important. See, perceptive readers, I wanted to show you that this is another side of humans are able to enjoy life. And at the same time, I want to talk about in those cases I just showed you that it's important to show respect for other person's ways of doing things according to their conscience and creativity. You see, um, because if that respect isn't shown, then why should a person even expect further that somebody will want them to be involved uh, with their other creative processes when they show a lack of respect in the ones that, or, or the access that they gave them at the time. For example, do you think somebody who even would Bob Walsh, who would let somebody who would, you know, ask to take along at that moment in time, but if they probably came back again sometime later and tried to ask to take along again, what do you think Bob Walsh would say? Well, Maybe because of his personality, he probably stayed straight up front. Uh, okay, you can take along, but this time, don't touch nothing or what have you. But for some of us, depending on what we need to do or get accomplished because of things being time sensitive, we may just go ahead and just say in a nice way, uh, uh, no, no, thank you. I got to get this done. This was a Perceptive Readers. Remember that podcast? Have a very wonderful day on the James Poirier Productions website. And you will now notice, yes, the spaceship <laughs> poetry, uh, the poetry set up as a playlist on the uh, YouTube channels. It will be also other platforms. And wait till you continue to see the very neat uh, creative items going in there. Uh, you probably can already tell and see the two major ones that I've placed in there is my poetry going all the way back to even 2010, 2011. And you're going to see me also post newer poetry as well on the website, along with some of my. <laughs> yes. Uh, some of my binge watch episodes of Star Trek commentaries. Yes, I'll, I'll most likely uh, be putting those in there. So I just thought I'll let you know. Um, you know, I haven't binge watched uh, Star Trek in a long time. I mean, it's been years. And, and I told you, I used to do it all the time. At least once a year, I used to binge watch uh, uh, Star Trek episodes. Uh, <laughs> that's why those commentaries just flew off my my. my, my flow off my mind like they do, uh, but all the same. 
uh, the spaceship poetry, that category uh, and tags on the website. Uh, I know many of you trackies and poetry lovers will enjoy. Have a very wonderful, wonderful day. Take care. Welcome to the spaceship poetry, where sometimes you have to leave the earth in your mind to grab the universe gifts through poetry. Living life a little means a lot. James Poetistry.